From the South Dakota Statewide Family Engagement Center, thanks for joining FamJam, where we bring together schools, families, and community members to discuss tricky topics in supporting students. We're your hosts, Morgan Von Hayden and Dana Livermont. Hello, listeners. We're back with another episode of The Fam Jam. Today, we're handling the tricky topic of college transition. That's right. So last month, we talked about how students and families can prepare for the transition into kindergarten. Now, let's fast forward, you know, 13 years or so and talk about how students and families can prepare for that transition out of high school and hopefully into some sort of training or learning opportunity. High school graduation is such a momentous time in the lives of most of our students. I know it was in my life also, and it can really set the tone of what's going to happen for the rest of their life. It really is such an important time. And I think so much has changed in the way we prepare students from when you and I were in high school. You know, speaking from personal experience, I had very little guidance on the college search and application process. My parents were not really involved, and I had a guidance counselor that didn't really seek out students, and so you only had access to him if if you made an appointment. So I kind of navigated the whole thing on my own. My freshman year, I ended up going to a school that wasn't the right fit, and I battled a, a bout of depression during that time, and then I ended up transferring schools and spending a lot of money that I didn't need to. So... Better planning with an adult would have served me really well. Well, and for me, I I grew up with a single mom, and my choice was never if I was going to go to college, but it was which college are you going to go to? So she helped me fill out my FAFSA paperwork. She helped me fill out my college application forms because that was what was going to happen next, and it was never really a choice beyond that. Now, I did get accepted, and I was going to go to school to become a middle school math teacher, and that lasted about a semester. And I realized that I really like to plan events and talk to people and work with volunteer groups. So my my degree changed and I also spent a lot of money that I may not have needed to that first year of college. It just goes to show you how important it is to help high school students plan for post-secondary well before graduation and support them as they start their new adventure. This is not only important academically, but also socially and emotionally, too. 100% agree, and I'm really excited for today's conversation. We have a great slate of guests, and I think we're going to learn a lot today. Oh, I'm so excited. I get so excited every month, though, when we get to do our podcast. So let's start off with Melissa Miller-Kinkard, who is the Director of Strategic Partnerships in College and Career Readiness at the Rep City Area Schools. Thanks for joining us today, Melissa. Good to be here. And I should add here that Melissa has a wealth of knowledge about college transition, not only because of her professional career, but she's also been living this. One of her children graduated last year and is attending university, and the other will graduate this year and is in the college search process. So Melissa, traditionally the high school approach has been to prepare students for either a path towards college or a path toward a career. Why should students choose college or some sort of post-secondary education? I I hate the either-or concept. I choose to operate, I think, personally and professionally in the end. Um, But why um, post-secondary matters now, just a few key things. We look to all of the data, and so when we look to anything economically, it is telling us that as of 2027, 70% of all um, 
work opportunities within the United States are going to require some post-secondary education. The other piece is we have to keep in mind that we're a global society and that just as we're working in the state of South Dakota and that our students, um, you know, are choosing to maybe look here regionally for whatever their next steps are, they are competing with students in Germany and India, um, as well as New York and California. And so that is pretty critical, too, because uh, those kids' preparations in their past look very different as well. And then I think another piece is just we live in you know, this very modern society where technology is ever changing and where skill sets are needed. And I think out of anything we've learned kind of in the COVID year that we had, um, we learned where we weren't prepared in a lot of different areas and we all had to be a flexible and adaptable. And I think that that post-secondary piece gives you kind of that additional training and um, mindsets that will help you be a lifelong learner it's imperative that you have some training beyond high school just to be a self-sustaining adult. I think it's great that you clarified that because there is a lot of data to support why that training is so important. And you mentioned in there some sort of training. And I think when we think about college or career, there's been a mindset that it's a four-year university or it's nothing. And there's just a wide range of, of things that that could mean. So can you share a little bit about what types of post-secondary education are available for students in South Dakota? I know you kind of started to talk about that a little bit there. I love that, that there are so many different paths to success. Um, there's a number of employers that do kind of book learning and some credentialing along with hands-on opportunity. Certain industries align itself more with kind of that apprenticeship model. There are also some opportunities where you're getting an industry certification. So let's say I just want to kind of the entry level position. Most of those are calling for some sort of computer skills or knowledge, right? You can actually get a Microsoft certification that is certifying you in all of those applications. And so that's just can be short term training, but that certification says that you have XYZ skills and that's very attractive to an employer. Then we have some more formalized programs in South Dakota through our technical colleges offer one year or two year opportunities. And then there is traditionally what people think of college, which I really call it just university, which is that traditional baccalaureate degree that's a four year opportunity, but there really is a path for all students. What you need to do is narrow down and figure out the right fit what they're good at, what they see themselves doing, what type of skill set they want, their goals and aspirations, and then really aligning and finding the right program or the opportunity um, for students. And South Dakota offers a myriad of those opportunities um, for students. So with us also today is Kendra Bersheim. She is a high school counselor and transition counselor at Flandreau Indian School. So welcome, Kendra. Thanks for having me. Oh, we're so glad you're here. Also with us is KC Bersheim, who is also a high school counselor at Flandreau Indian School. Glad to be here. When we're looking at going on to college or higher education, it doesn't just all of a sudden magically happen when they're a senior, but it can happen uh, throughout. So mm -hmm. how early do you feel students should start thinking about life after high school? Thinking about life after high school, I think, you know, we would like as counselors and as parents, we would like our students, our children to start thinking about that, even in middle school. And that's when, like, I, I know here in South Dakota, we start hitting it hard, starting in middle school. 
Um, and then, and then more so uh, there when they once they uh, transition into uh, high school. Uh, here in South Dakota, we use a program called SD My Life, and uh, that starts them with like the the career exploration and kind of getting ideas of like their interests and subjects that they enjoy, you know, and it looks at their values, and then from that, it pulls careers that best match who they are. They start that process, I believe, in sixth grade, and then we use it all the way up to uh, 12th grade. I guess if you were to have a kid come in in high school and just say, I know I want to do something, but I don't know what to do, where do they even start? So I guess what I would do is, you know, what we would do is look at the, what interests they have. Um, sometimes we have kids that have like a goal or something that they would have in mind, but they think, I can't get there. And you say, okay, let's, let's look at the thing like, okay, what is, what's your ultimate like dream job that you would have? And they say, oh, I have this, but I don't think I have the grades for that. And then we have to say, well, there's always other ways like going to, you know, a two-year degree, getting that and then moving on. First, I would always look at what is the interest that you have. Um, is there anything that you really enjoy doing? Um, sometimes we get kids, you know, that will come in and say, I want to be a basketball player. I want to be a professional basketball player. And I think a lot of times people say, well, I don't think that's realistic. And I think that's maybe the bad thing to say um, because you don't know what those doors will open up. Maybe they'll go in and say, I want to be a professional basketball player. They don't meet that, but they move into something that's very similar that they will be interested in, you know, and they can go into something like, coaching or even something in that similar field. There is so much prep work that goes into making that transition from high school to college happen. So we'd like to bring in another perspective to this conversation, and that is of, a, of our student, Kiza Levins, who just graduated from high school last year and is with us today. Hi, Kiza. Hi there. So fill us in on a, in a bit. What, what are you doing now since you graduated from high school? Yeah, well, I graduated last year from Central High School, and then my mom and I actually had a very unique um, journey where we moved back into my hometown, the house I was in when I was a baby. And so now we live back here, and I'm attending University of Montana to get a Bachelor of Science with a sociology degree, and I'm back in my hometown, so... Now that you, you know, you were a high school student, you've graduated, you've transitioned into, you know, university life, and you have the gift of retrospect, um, looking back, like, how prepared did you, do you feel that you were for that transition into, um, out of high school and into higher ed? You know, I think that I was probably better prepared than others, um, and the fact that I had a mom who's very dedicated to supporting me and my learning. And a lot of people don't have that. A lot of people are trying to do it on their own. And so I want to respect that. So I have, I was very lucky in that aspect. And the other thing is that I did a lot of volunteering. And so I had a huge support system within just um, volunteer organizations within Rapid City, as well as I was involved with um, student groups at Central, like the theater club. They taught me a lot about what it means to kind of be an adult and how to have maybe approach difficult topics what it means to kind of be independent from your parents and learning to you know remember to bring your own snacks for the day or do your own laundry or sometimes you're going to have to stay up to do homework um 
So I definitely was kind of living the college life as a high school student. And the other aspect is that I got really good at organizing. And so now I go through at the start of every week and I list everything I need to do um, homework wise, studying for tests, and I'll list that out and I'll slowly work my way through it. And that's a really valuable tool I learned. I learned how to organize my notes so that I would better study. But it's very valuable to know how you study best. And that was something I was really grateful for learning. Those are just a few examples. Yeah, I love those. And it, I think it really goes to show like the importance of the family um, in, in supporting um, high school students as they make this transition and other adults too. So you, you kind of talked about, you know, your volunteer work and, and like a, a broader support group as well. So there's all sorts of these adults around teenagers that can help them make these decisions and navigate it. We've heard from a K-12 professionals and we've heard from a student, but we're still missing an important part of this transition process. And that is people on the higher ed side who are there to help students as they settle into their new journey. That's right. So with us today is Brittany Hushka. She's an admissions recruiter at Western Dakota Technical College. Hi, Brittany. Thanks for being here. Hi, Dana and Morgan. Thank you for having me. So can you tell us a little bit about Western Dakota Tech and how is it different from a university experience? Western Dakota Tech is one of four technical colleges in the state of South Dakota. Um, We are a essentially a two-year school. We also have one semester or one year programs that students can complete in order to go into the workforce. So technical education is a little different because it's very specialized. Most of our programs are going to translate directly to a job that they're going to do when they graduate. So while there are some general education classes that are associated with some of our diploma programs, most of the classes that they're going to be taking, probably 70 to 80% of their class time is going to be spent learning how to do a job that will translate into a high demand, high paying career. To kind of reference back to university education, um, Kiza kind of addressed this earlier when she spoke that There's a lot of learning how to learn in university education, learning those soft skills, learning how to be an adult, um, learning how to do the things that come along with education, like being organized. Um, You're getting a lot of that with technical education too, because you're held to those same expectations. Um, But in general, of course, universities will offer four-year degrees. However, those majors can often translate into various careers, um, whereas technical education, a lot of your programs are going to be really specific in the careers that you're going into. We all hope that when students make this transition, it's a good fit and um, they're loving their experience, but what happens if they're not doing so well? Like um, for me, for example, I, I suffered from depression my freshman year and I was not very social and it was actually really miserable for me. So what services are available like at colleges and universities to support students who may be struggling, whether it's academically or emotionally or even with their mental health? That's a really good question, Dana, and such an important factor to students being successful, no matter what kind of college education you choose, whether you're at university online or in person or whether you are at a technical college. There are a lot of resources, no matter where you're gonna go. Here at Western Dakota Tech, we have a student success center We have four student success coaches 
and we have about 1200 students. So we have a really good coach to student ratio and those coaches have lots of resources. They're not mental health counselors. However, they do have a lot of connections to mental health resources, wellness resources. Um, they also offer free tutoring on campus. So if school is an issue, a lot of times they can help with tutoring and maybe making an academic success plan, helping you go over your calendar or your planner and determining how much time you need to spend studying for one class as opposed to doing homework, balancing school and maybe a part-time job or a full-time job um, or life with family. So overall, there's gonna be a lot of those same resources no matter what school you're going to. It's just a matter of finding them. So of course, there's gonna be a lot of email correspondence and things like that sent out to students. So check out those emails, check out those resources and then search those out. You know, if, if you hear one thing or you see a poster or an ad on your website, you know, click on it, read more about it, learn a little bit more. Chances are they're gonna have a resource that's gonna be really beneficial to your success at the school. Well, this has been a really great conversation. Before we go, we're going to give you each the opportunity to leave us with one final thought. So, Melissa, we are going to start with you. What is something you wish families knew about preparing their child for college? I think at an early age, it is about doing your best, right, at whatever level that is, but also kind of having that long-term goal. And I would love it if thinking about college is along that long-term goal and that you're striving for that. But really, you just want to be supporting kind of that inquisitive nature and asking questions and um, giving them developmental opportunities to explore and then helping them understand that, um, secondary, your high school experience really does matter, and what you are doing there does count, and that you really want to try to do your best. So, you know, I, I can't stress enough the importance of kind of conversations, mindsets that families can have about this experience, believing that it is possible and that there's a path and an opportunity for all. And so I think it's important as a parent or a supportive family member to understand that there are plenty of opportunities, but they are all are different and unique. And so I think that is the challenge to figure out what is that right fit for your student that is kind of linking who they are and the support systems that they do need with what they see themselves doing and kind of some of those future aspirational goals. And let's go back to our school counselors, Casey and Kendra. What is one thing you wish students knew about the transition out of high school? With a lot of the students I've worked with, you know, we have those things where, you know, they call it adverse childhood experiences and stuff where I started seeing, you know, we would see kids that were motivated. They seemed like they had it and then all of a sudden something happens and knocks them down. And then all of a sudden they start building themselves back up. Something happens again, knocks them down and they lose that motivation. And, and when looking through those things, I see that, you know, that that's those events that happen in their life that maybe a traumatic is what's pulling them back. And all of a sudden you're like, well, what do we do now? And one of the first things we learned is, you know, where you start is you do start doing those regulation techniques. Just simple things as uh, like breathing is one. I know that's a big thing right now. Something simple, doesn't have to take a long time, maybe five minutes at most. Get back into that regulation and moving on so you can get to those, uh, the higher functioning 
uh, tools that you would have. Um, so we, they have the abilities, not just what they're going to do after high school and if they're going to go get a career in college, but also the things just life as, as in general, um, how to live those things. Yeah, I, I think that's great advice and something that will help them as an adult. And we don't really talk enough about those self-regulation skills, which seems so simple, but are just so critical. For me, what I would, I wish that the students would know is that it is okay to not know and have everything figured out. You know, what we do in high school is, you know, it is very goal oriented and we are trying to get them to the spot where, you know, that we're, you know, letting them go out into the world, but, you know, they're not going to know everything. And some kids get stressed out about that. Like, well, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do in college. I don't know what I want to do for a career. And, but it's okay to not know. I think they feel so much pressure put on them about needing to know, well, you know, you graduate here in like a month, what do you want to do? You know, and that's, you know, and I feel like that probably uh, puts, a, you know, it does, it puts a lot of pressure on them. And, and so I think for students like that, I think just more exploration, and then they fully find their passion and what they and what they would love to do. And then transitioning into college, Brittany, what is one thing that you wish students knew as they make the leap into college life? I think that it's really important to remember for students that this is an awesome opportunity that you have and it's a big step and while it can be very scary, intimidating and daunting, there are a lot of resources available to you. There are so many people to help you along the way to make that transition less daunting, less scary and ultimately it's a good decision no matter what you're going into, whether that's uh, a sociology major at University of Montana or a technical college here in South Dakota, you're going to have more opportunity and it's going to be the right move to advance you academically and as a person. Um, but also to remember that it's a big opportunity. It can be scary and there's a lot of help. There will be failures along the way, um, but those failures will lead to success eventually and to keep your eye on the goal, to keep that dream in mind of maybe a job you want to do or um, a group of people you want to help. Um, there will be failures, but just to, to keep that dream alive and ask for all the help you need to get to that end goal and, and reaching that goal. Very well said. And lastly, let's hear from our student, Kiza. What is something you wish someone had told you about college back when you were in high school? Your college education is truly your own. I feel like in high school, a lot of students get frustrated because they feel like they're being told what to do and told what to learn. When you get to college, you're, you have the ability to choose what you want to do. And finding that path is important. So just emphasizing that you need to be open to change and that you have to make those decisions for yourself. You're truly needing to take charge of your own life and your own education now. And I think that's really important and it's super exciting and it's also kind of terrifying. A lot of people say, you know, I'm not ready to grow up and you don't necessarily have to be, you don't have to grow up entirely. You still get to be a kid. You still get to make mistakes. I mean, in every aspect, everyone still gets to make mistakes. But the idea is that you can make that mistake and you can acknowledge it. You can say, well, I did that wrong and continue to go on and continue to make choices. I love that. It's very empowering. Everybody gets to choose. Yeah. You have a lot of power in your future. It's really cool. I can't believe we come to the end of another episode of the Fam Jam. I continue to just be amazed by our South Dakota communities, 
our schools, our partners, our families. We really do have an amazing state. We definitely do. And jammers out there, we'll be back in May when we talk about the slippery slope of Summer Slide. You won't want to miss it. See you then. The Fam Jam is a production from the South Dakota Statewide Family Engagement Center, where we're committed to uniting students, families, schools, and communities together by focusing on learner needs from cradle to career. Music written by Tom Freer. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, SFEC South Dakota, and become our friend. We love having new friends.